y'all. Thank you for tuning in to Life As We Grow It. I'm your host, Melly, and this is my mission statement. With this podcast, I seek to produce a program that will not only help me sort out this life thing, but help you as well. I allow this space to be one of healing, learning, and most importantly, growth. I thank you for joining me, and I grant you the freedom to leave in peace. May all selves that I encounter find lessons and blessings from my experiences. Amen. Before this kicks off, let me just put a disclaimer. Mom, cousins, aunties, uncles, family, friends, listen to me. This is going to be a real life podcast. This is true life, intro to belly, here it all is, laid out bare. So you're going to hear me saying things that I may not say directly to your face, to my elders or to my mom, because I respect you. But... I know that you respect me and you love me too. And I know that you're very happy that I've made a space for myself to be completely, authentically Charmel. So I welcome all of you who know me before this. I welcome you into my space and please prepare to learn something about me that you never would have thought. Some side of me that you never would have guessed. Just prepare yourself for that and save your suggestions on who you think I should be. Because I love you as you are already and the only thing I ask is that you love me back and yes I use bad words okay it is what it is mom I love you you love me everybody else you know look this is what it is okay this is my disclaimer I told y'all once I ain't telling y'all twice it's gonna be bad words and nudity well I don't know how you have nudity over a podcast but nudity will be discussed Okay, it is what it is. I'm out here trying to grow. This is life as we grow it. Life as we know it. Life as we hold it. Okay? So we're going to get into this podcast, but I just had to come back here and put this disclaimer on there so y'all can't tell me nothing. I don't want no side eyes when I pull up to the family reunions or if y'all see me walking down the street. Save it. Just save it. And share my podcast. Thank you. Love you. Let's get into this shit. Episode one, intro. Before I get started, let me just say I have so many plans and ideas for how I want this first episode episode to go, but I think what's really going to come out great for me is if I just try to do it all in one take and take it from there. So to start, um, I do want this podcast to kind of be like an unveiling, an unraveling, a deep onioning of who I am. Like I want to completely be vulnerable and really real with everyone that's listening, whether it be five people or 500. So in order to do that, I have to be myself the whole entire time. And myself is the type of person that really, really wishes I was already good at doing a podcast. But considering this is my first time ever doing something like this, I'm in my car recording because I tried to go to the park and the bugs were just, I can't. You know, I clearly should have tried this 
a hundred times first so that I could be good at it already. But here I am a few days before I said I wanted to put the first episode out. And so I kind of have to throw myself into it. But that's a part of who I am, too. You know, I don't want to go come on here and pretend to be this super put together person that has it all together and figured out. Yeah, no, I don't know any of that stuff. And I literally have to force myself to do this because it's something that I really want to do. But fear is such a bitch, if I'm being honest. Uh, whatever. So let's try this. I'm going to try not to say so too much. I'm going to try not to say um too much. But I'm also not going to apologize for doing either one because I get to be a human being. So this episode, I want to be an introduction because if I'm going to be talking to you from a place of myself, you know, I'm talking to all of you as though you all are individual fractals of myself because I do believe we're all fractals of the same piece of light that is God just to get deep for a second. But so I want to be able to talk to you guys from a level that you already know exactly where I'm coming from. And I've broken myself down and separated all my boxes into openable, discussable regions of my personality. The first version of me that I remember being is a four-year-old little girl. And I cut my foot on a piece of glass And I remember looking at the blood, and though I wouldn't have described it this way as a four-year-old, today I would say that's definitely when I started feeling alive. You know, I was really in my body at that point. If ever, any time before that, a piece of my soul was still in the ethereal world hanging out with angels, at that moment was when all of me moved in. And so that's four years old. Beyond that, Um, Six years old was when my parents separated. And I do happen to remember that like it was yesterday. So that's something we'll get into, I'm sure, in the future. Um, At 12 years old, that's when I started going through puberty. So the mood swings and being mean to my parents and my sister and hating myself and hating everyone. People at school weren't nice. And so I definitely went through a lot of angst at that age is what I would call it now horrible time honestly being a teenager was very shitty I do not wish to go back I am so happy that I am not any of these past selves anymore and not necessarily out of resent but I am just very very grateful that I've grown so much because I started off in the dirt me personally and I'm just happy to not necessarily be there anymore so that's 12 um 15 so when I was 15 my father was diagnosed with stage 4 brain cancer to be exact it was called glioblastoma multiforma 4 so that's what he was diagnosed with when I was 15 and so no that's not something that happened to me but that really realization alone is something I had to come to long after he passed away so we'll put that on there as something I remember That's the diagnosis, and I had to grow up very, very fast because as me being the youngest, my older siblings were already out of the house and had their own children and things like that, and so they couldn't necessarily drop everything when I lived in the house. So I definitely had to grow up fast to rise up to meet those expectations to help my dad as much as I could. And um, yeah, it was a tough time at 15. 
So from 15 to 17, I was dealing with that. So of course, high school is not something I would ever want to go back to. High school is not something that I miss. I don't necessarily reminisce about it much unless I'm talking to a lot of my friends that I still have from high school because I met some amazing people at that school. However, the home life was so terrible, I would never want to go back. There's nothing I miss about high school enough to ever want to wake up back in that life. So at 17, my dad passes away about 23 months after he was diagnosed or so. And so that was definitely something I had to deal with. He passed away and I had to, like the fourth day of school my senior year, naturally, I did not give two shits about my senior year at all. I barely graduated. I didn't care what anyone had to say. I didn't want to take any counseling or advice or grievances. That's not the place I was in at 17. Moving forward, 19. So between 17 and 19, I started to, you know, talk to boys more and reach more into that side of things because I wasn't confident before that and I wasn't in a place to entertain that sort of attention before that but I see it now as a sort of coping mechanism that I had to go through between the ages of 17 and 19. I ended up falling in love for the first time between those ages and having my heart broken for the first time. I lost my virginity during those times at 18 if we're going to be totally full disclosure here. So it's things like that, you know, it was a very, it almost felt like I was trying to catch up between 17 and 19 from all the years that I kind of missed when my dad was diagnosed when I was 15. Everything about me stopped in that moment, gladly so, you know, not that I feel any sort of resentment towards my dad for that. Like, of course I would have stopped my life to take care of him because he would have done the same thing for me. Moving forward from 19 to 22 which is how old I am now between 19 and 22 I have done a lot of things that I can say are starting to look up I'm definitely not the same depressed and sad person as I was in the past I'm not overly promiscuous or devious how I used to be I was very vengeful and honestly downright evil if we're gonna be honest I was being very hurt and reactionary and my apologies to the the people that I hurt between the ages of 15 and 19 going through everything that I was going through and never really feeling like I had an outlet to express it to someone whose concern was more for their comfort in the conversation than my grief in the reality you know having to apologize to people when my dad was the one that passed away you know it's just weird I think anyone with a lost loved one will be able to relate to that feeling where it's kind of like you would want to talk about it but someone makes it about them and so it's kind of just like eh, I don't want to talk to you anymore fuck it so that was the stage I was in between late 17 age and 19 however I think I'm in a much better place now as a 22 year old but we'll talk about current Melly after we talk about who I'm going to be in the future who I already am in the future all right so future Melly is so beautiful and she is so wise and thoughtful 
and she's rich, but not just rich, she's wealthy, wealthy. And she laughs like a wealthy person. And not only is she wealthy, but she's healthy too. I might just be a vegetarian in the future. Uh, vegan vegetarian-ish. You know, maybe I'll only eat meat once a month or some shit like that. I don't know. We'll leave that to future Melly, and we'll see where she leads me. So in the future, I'm very, very, very happy and kind and nurturing to everyone that I meet, even when I'm driving and having road rage. That is something that I will be able to mark my growth. If I can get into my car and go any distance without threatening to cut someone's head off, then I will definitely be able to mark that as some type of growth. So she's going to be very motivated. I don't want to say going to be because I do feel like the future is already happening. I just have to remember the steps I took to meet myself there. So she is. I am. I am very, very happy and thoughtful and kind and nurturing in the future. And I work for myself. I'm building. I've built a brand. I have surpassed all of any goal that I would have ever thought would have been hard to reach. I've surpassed it already. I travel as I please and I learn every single day I learn something new in the future and every single day is a new opportunity for me to teach someone as well and I would think in the future I kind of live a nomadic lifestyle traveling a lot from place to place never really staying anywhere too long I may have a house probably back in Detroit somewhere if I can buy a house in Girls Point that's where I'll be so I'll have a house for sure but I don't believe that my future is going to lead me to primarily be in my home unless of course I'm befallen with children or something like that but I'm that is a miracle that I will not sew into my blueprints if it happens it happens I am not going to specifically plan for that though so in the future I just I like to not put too many ribbons and bows around it and cute this is gonna happen at this age and then when I go here I'm gonna go there like I don't really like to do that because I do feel like it kind of blocks any miraculous way that source may have decided to bring you what you want you know so I try very hard not to put too many parameters on my future beyond things that are kind of soul sense feelings like I sense feel it happiness joy wealth health wisdom all of those things are can be attained through any future whether I end up cutting grass for a living you know those are things I can feel no matter what so that is why I try to really be precise about what I want for myself and what I want to feel but I also like to leave half or so to the universe to source or my higher self however you want to put that picture I like to leave it to higher powers to surprise me you know I'm letting you know what I want and you can surprise me with how I'm gonna get it I like to leave that door open because I find when I'm very very specific if that doesn't work out everything the the bottom kind of falls out of everything I've had planned on top of that and I don't like the way it feels when the bottom you know like my feet are swept from under me so I've learned in order to do that you know that's 10 toes on the ground at all times I don't have a single pinky toe up waiting for something to happen nope I'm 10 toes down the whole time I'm right here on the ground like I am figuring this shit out day by day literally step by step and so that's 
where I'm going to be in the future, I already know. I have to remember how I got there. And that's my thing, too. I just, if I can remember how I got there, it should be no reason why I won't be where I already am in the future. You feel me? So, that's how I see the future. And current Melly, boy, current Melly is uh, something else. All right, so we're going to talk about who I am today and probably yesterday and who I might just be tomorrow, but we'll just hold it on to today right now. First of all, I am heckin' confused, man. Life is confusing. Being a girl is confusing. Men are confusing. Work is confusing. Fucking astrology is is confusing everything confuses me okay finances the future life this this that i am generally confused however i've traded in my paranoia for eagerness for a sort of excitement and a healthy apprehension for the future no i won't say apprehensive i'm not apprehensive for the future no i'm just anticipating it I'm eagerly anticipating it. But most importantly, I am incredibly grateful for everything I've been through. I cannot stress that enough. I am definitely someone that believes each and everything happens for a reason. And that was such a shitty thing to hear before, you know, in the past. That was so shitty to hear. I hated hearing it. And honestly, if you hate me right now for saying it, I completely relate. I agree. It is bullshit to someone that is still in the midst of something happening that they haven't grown past in order to look back and see that that's why it happened you know so in the midst of we'll take my dad for example that really really hurt and so for so long I was convinced I'm like dude if I ever get to see God I'm gonna like this this and that because who are you to take my dad away like this isn't fair this shouldn't have happened so and so but if we're being totally 100% honest and this is this what I'm about to say we can talk about in the future in a future episode but I do think that may have been arranged you know my father may have arranged that before he was even born to have had to pass away from an illness and leave his children to figure out life without him Because let me tell you, I have learned so much, like, nitty-gritty lessons, meat and potatoes, like, down to the grit of shit. I have learned so much that I honestly don't think would have developed in the beautiful way that it did if I still had my dad or if my parents were still married or if that boy never broke my heart or if that girl never rejected me, you know? There is so many things and hurt in my past that I could easily say, like, I wish that never happened. But who I am today, I'm so satisfied. Not, I won't say like satisfied entirely because I still have a hungriness to grow. However, you know, I'm not in the self-hatred place that I was anymore. I'm not, you know, purposely hurting people how I was there's so much growth that came from each and every single shitty thing that's ever happened to me that I would be I would be misleading and misguiding to say 
that I don't believe it all happens for a reason. Of course it does. And it fucking better. Because if it didn't happen for a reason, I refuse to believe I would have ever went through it. Because if there is a such thing as something happening for no reason, I'm going to be back mad again. And you know what? That feeling doesn't serve me. So why don't I just wrap this up and go ahead and say everything did happen for a reason because it's true to me it feels true I see it in my life I see it every day it's true for me so again I completely feel you if you don't think shit happens for a reason baby I've been there and you know what maybe that fucked up shit happened for no fucking reason but it did happen and so I don't know maybe maybe we could pick it up and dissect it and see if there's one good thing that you may take with you to learn you know, it doesn't have to be this happened and so this beautiful. Blah, blah. No, it could be, hey, I learned that I don't like being in this situation. Or I learned that this feeling, when I feel this, this means something else. You know, it doesn't have to be rainbows and sunshine, the lesson that you took from it. But it, you learned a single thing, that lesson in and of itself, you know, that's beautiful. If you learned anything, even excuse me even if you learn something that you never want to do again you know you taught me everything I don't want to be that is a beautiful lesson to have learned that is a beautiful lesson to have learned so no I'm not going to sit here and preach super positivity and always look on the bright side and this 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 because no there's been times even up to recently where shit has happened to me and I'm kind of like what the fuck you know like what the fuck why do I always have to go through the shit but you know what? I kind of have came to this resolution with myself that I have to go through hard things. Not have to. I don't have to. But I'm capable. I'm strong enough to go through very, very, very hard things. Because what's more important than me writhing in my pain and woe is me. What's more important than that is to go through something and grow from it. And then turn around and teach someone else who's in that exact same spot how to grow from it. Because chances are, I had to go through things on my own. I prefer to go through a lot of things on my own. That's not, you know, that's not any shice towards the people in my life. I freaking love everyone that I love. But I do prefer to deal and shoot through most things on my own. Which is something that I'm still currently learning how to do. Not to call my sister, you know, every single time I want to make a decision. Or run it past my cousin, my roommate every single time I want to do something you know I'm learning how to take things on my own and do things on my own and so that's really what I am excited to do the most I'm really excited to go on this journey and I'm very excited for you all to come with me for being honest you know whether it's five people or 500 that I'm talking to it makes no difference to me I know my mom and my sisters will listen so that's about five people right there hey y'all <laughs> so either way um yeah I'm very excited for this podcast now that I've kind of caught us up you know I'm not obviously I won't be able to divulge each and everything that's gonna come up in the future right now but I just really want to give you all a good run through so I've done past me we've talked about who I am already in the future and then current me and so what I want to go into next is kind of my mentality about life and set the tone for this podcast because I really do have a vision for it. Okay, enough of the technicality stuff. Let's get into the magic.
um yes so from a very early age i remember actually remembering this mind you besides my sister and about two other people that i've told i've never told anybody this so come in close very very close because this is a big secret and it's the start of everything so when i was about i'll say seven i was in my room and i go to look out the window and i swear i can't remember it now so i don't really know what i was looking at but i go to my dad's room and i go to look out the window and i'm telling you guys it was a fucking spaceship okay i don't care what anybody says i've already decided that i'm not crazy everyone else is crazy so fuck you guys but not because i love you but either fucking way listen i'm defensive about this okay because i've never told anybody but um so i swear i've seen a spaceship like just a regular a disc shaped flying saucer type of thing and when i got to the window it immediately flew away like as though it was kind of there already looking in and then i might have caught it by surprise or something so i ran i told my dad and he was very into like star trek star wars all that type of stuff so this was not surprising to him he's like oh yeah cool you got to write it down draw a picture of it and write the date and make sure that you call your grandpa and tell him so I called my papa bear. I'm not sure. I don't know if my dad told me to call him or if I just decided to. I was a kid. So, you know, you want to tell everybody. My parents and grandparents are my only friends. But either way, so I call my papa bear and I tell him about it. He's like, wow, that's amazing. You know, they just completely encouraged it the whole entire time. So for so long after that, I'm looking out of the windows. You know, I'm, I'm wondering why I would see something like that and why they wouldn't take me. And that feeling has never went away since then. And shortly after that, I kind of remember it's as though this memory popped into my head. It felt like it was repressed. I forgot it. And then it, something turned it on and it popped into my head. Mind you, still age seven at this point. And I remember lights, bright lights. You know, on movies and hospitals or whatever, when someone wakes up in the hospital and all they see is bright lights and like faces around them. I remember in this memory bright lights and there's a face and up until recently I started or I was saying they had blue skin I'm like this blue skin being I don't know it's a blue skin it's a man with blue skin but I don't know now if that might have just been like a medical mask that the person was wearing whoever but I remember being sat down it looked as though they were almost laying me down into something like onto a bed that the lights were all flashing on and so I see this one person, he comes out of the light with either blue skin, a blue face mask, something blue about his face. And he looks at me and then I wake up and I had this feeling where now I would describe that as having been a vision, just knowing now how I receive visions and how I interpret them now, that was definitely a vision. And so I had the vision of being put into this body and I got this sense of being switched to where it's like yeah no I know that I was born from my mom and my dad of course you know those are my biological parents yes I know that mind you I'm using words that I never would have used as a seven-year-old trying to figure this out but fuck it we're we're 22 now so I'm like yeah I know my biological parents are Gina and Charles I know this but I was switched and what I believed as a seven-year-old was that someone put me in Charmel's body and the real Charmel was in heaven. Because lest we not glean over the fact that I was definitely sick as shit when I was born. Like the doctors thought my mom and I were both going to die. My heart was beating all wonky. I had asthma. 
couldn't breathe. I was purple and blue in an incubator. I came prematurely. So that has relevance. Let's just hold that in our pocket because it's definitely relevant. So I was sick of shit when I was born. And I felt like I got switched. And this, the me that's in this body wasn't necessarily, you know, I didn't have the time of the whole pregnancy to adjust to it. I didn't have the luxury of choosing it. I kind of got pushed in. I got pushed into this life at a last moment. And I'm grateful for it, of course. But for a long time, I dealt with that. And I remember being seven and I ran in my sister's room and I told her about it. I'm like, yeah, so just know that one day my real family is going to come back and get me. And that's what I was telling her. She could, she will tell you this herself. And I never stopped saying it until I'm not sure what changed because I recently within like the past two years or so I remembered this moment from being seven so I must have forgot it again but I 100% from that age of seven up until whenever I forgot it a second time every time I would get upset with my parents I had journals I've always had journals but I would write to my real family I, I don't know who they are as a seven year old I don't even know you know I'm not adopted none of that I don't know what I'm what I'm doing right now I just know that I feel as though I was left you know I woke up in someone else's life in someone else's body and this family is being mean to me and I don't want to be here anymore that's what I knew mind you they probably just told me to go to bed or something like I didn't I was not abused that's not the type of household I had Um, my parents argued a lot but that's neither here nor there so whatever um I definitely remember feeling such hatred almost and confusion kind of as though my family my fake alien family not fake I don't believe in fake I I'm still waiting for them to beam me up but I'm starting to realize that I'm here for a reason however back to the story so being a child and having that kind of understanding that I'm not from here and I'm just here to do a thing and get out. I lived a unconventional childhood, I would say. Me personally, not withstanding any influence from any outside environmental factors. Me as a person, I was a very strange child. And I can't remember much of it, which I have my own theories about that as well. I do believe I might have been channeling for a lot during my childhood because apparently I talked a lot once I started talking but I don't remember much what it was about let's not forget that I had to go to deaf school before I went to preschool because I would not talk I didn't know to me now thinking back on it I feel like I didn't know enough words and I felt like telepathy was easier for me and I know some people are not on that level yet but baby it's 2019 it's starting it's time to start admitting that some of this shit is real it might not be real for you yet or may be real and you don't know it but that shit is real for me so I'm gonna talk for me and I can't pander to anyone who's going to reject my truths I can't speak to anyone whose insecurities are going to reject my reality this is real for me it is the truth for me now no I haven't been you know I'm not in practice it's not like I can just walk up and read somebody's mind no 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 but the people I'm close with like my sister I definitely have a connection with my cousin that's my roommate I definitely have a connection with her and it's to the point where 
we will think about something if we want the other person to bring it up later but that's getting ahead of myself again so mind you I had to go to deaf school because I wouldn't talk but I felt like I don't know apparently I didn't want to talk to the teachers because I didn't know them and my thing is even that's how I am still to this day so whatever I believe I was channeling from the moment that I actually started talking to whenever I can remember everything once I start able to remember everything I think that was about fifth grade so when I moved to a new school I was out of my comfort zone so it would make sense that any spiritual or psychic gifts I had kind of shrunk back into myself because I was completely uncomfortable it was the most uncomfortable I'd ever been in my life it's the first time I remember like crying in a bathroom stall because I wanted to go back to my old school with my old friends so desperately whatever fifth grade blues so I just my whole entire life I've been this person so when people ask me things and I instantly go to well how are you feeling like well maybe it's deeper than that and this and I go into the quote-unquote woke or spiritual side this is who I've always been I quite literally cannot remember a reality in which I was anything but wide awake you know I have been here the entire time I've been here lucid the entire time since I cut my foot on the glass so that must you know whatever and so this isn't supernatural to me it's my natural you know if it's supernatural it's natural to me it's my natural if it's metaphysical it's my physical that's just how I am like that's little four-year-old me that got pushed in this body I'm waking back up like hey yeah I'm double-bodied out here, which we'll get into. I'm double-bodied out here, okay? So, look, bro. I can't help it if you tell me some bullshit and I cut straight to the truth of your trauma and what you're dealing with, you know? That's just who I am. I can see it, honestly, like right on your face. I can see it. Um, I try not to humiliate people like that anymore because that's how I used to use it as a kid between 15 and 19 I was the type of person to like look at someone and know what they're going through and say that one specific thing to hurt them because I was so chopped and I was so screwed up on the inside and again I apologize to everybody who might have been affected by that that was a shitty use of my powers probably why I've been so dulled down for the past few years so yeah um I do intend to expand on that topic a lot more as the podcast develops because I, I can't not talk about it because life 3d life like this that you see everything you see 3d it is getting to be too mundane for me to keep dwelling in I cannot keep up the facade that I'm a normal person okay I just can't fucking do it I can't I don't know where the fuck everyone else came from to where they feel like they belong on this earth bitch but I am not that type like I've never been the type to feel like I belong on this earth I'm from this earth no okay no 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 I'm not from here that's okay because I love everyone here and I love this planet and so that's probably why I came to help but at some point bitch these little parasites that she got living on her called human beings and such Mm -mm. it's only so fucking much i can keep putting up with to keep living with y'all in this mesh that y'all have made okay look i'm beyond it 
it's not like I'm not better than anyone or anything like that, but I'm beyond 3D life. I don't think in terms of, oh, I have to get a house and a job and a car. and a this. I can't think like that anymore. I would much rather be roadkill, okay? Knocking on wood, my angels got me. I would much rather be roadkill, okay? I cannot. And so that is why I just have to make this podcast because, one, I can't find anyone in my physical 3D life that would love to hear me drone on and on and on. And two, I need to have an outlet for myself, something that I can personally go back and track and listen to and have to hold because I need to be able to keep track of where I'm going because I do sense feel a future in which this is going to be very important. I'm going to speak that up right now. Someone is going to want to know where I started and this is it. And so it's just so important to me to be able to talk to people who may understand. I've kind of charmed my podcast to where if you, if this isn't going to resonate with you, this is not going to be something you keep up with. You know, I'm not going to have a bunch of people that are hating on me listening to my podcast. It's going to be people that relate or people that care or people that are interested or going through the same thing and don't know how to make sense of what they're going through. That's the type of people that are going to be listening to my podcast so that is why I keep going back and forth saying whether it's five or 500 because I don't think there's many people like me on this planet no of course I'm not the only one you're never the only one thankfully I learned that lesson because I really did feel isolated here for a very long time but I'm not the only one we're just spread out because people like me we're here to kind of spread joy and radiate that energy and if we were all in one spot it would be so easy for negative entities to come and get us and it would be a disservice to all the people that were not reaching in that radii you know how far I can radiate my light and my love we need to be spread out to cover as much ground as we can so I completely relate I guess I fucking miss you guys can you please just come get me whatever like you know we I think we've done enough for these people here whatever that's how I feel but I know the mission is bigger than myself or whatever the fuck so whatever let's keep doing this shit thanks for finding my podcast please send me an email a tweet a dm or something so I can find you and we can have a party so either way I've never been normal I've never ever ever been normal and so I don't expect this podcast to resonate with a lot of people that know me in my 3d life because this isn't something I talk to people about because I'm very defensive about it and I also am very cautious with who I bring it up with because some people as much as I know and I work to serve the love and the light some people may not like that about me which I've observed I know that for a fact some people may not like that and there's no telling what lengths someone would go through go to to stop me from being who I'm supposed to be And so I just, I'm overly cautious, but it's gotten to a point where I can't hold it in anymore. And so I will talk about it and I will stand in my truth and I will face whatever bullshit I have to go through and face whoever I have to face because I cannot live this life anymore of pretending like this shit isn't everything I think about. Metaphysics, supernatural, esoterica, whatever you want to call it, the truth, I call it the truth. That's what I call it. And it just feels so good. It's the truth. It's what really happened. Their story. You know, we've divulged so many. We've broken off so many pieces um, and interpretations and perceptions of the truth. 
that it gets so muddled and if your truth doesn't match with my truth that's a problem and people are going to war for it and killing and dying and I just don't think it has to be like that I think there's a reality in which we can all discuss the truth and our individual perceptions of the truth without it having to be so life or death and so with this I really seek to open up the door for that communication I cannot continue to live in a reality in which the things I experience and the things I learn and live and grow and think are taboo or are, oh, you know, she's making that up for cloud. I can't play these fucking reindeer games, which all know fucking more, okay? I can't. And I won't. And thankfully, I have been blessed in a time a country a place a space to be able to stand up on my podcast soapbox and make this announcement because i i'm not playing games with y'all anymore okay i'm fucking done period i don't give a shit call me weird call me crazy i'm better off if this is crazy or weird to you what did dr sue say those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind so I'm going to keep being my motherfucking self, bitch, period. I don't care. It is what the fuck it is. This is who I am. Like, this is who I am as a person. Mind you, y'all going to notice that I have many different archetype voices. But whatever, fuck that. Y'all going to be here with me through the whole journey. So I'm sure you'll learn me as I learn me. But yeah, so that's what I really seek for this podcast. I want to create a space to where I can openly talk about things that I experience or that the people around me experience without feeling as though I'm project or casting my pearls before a swine. You know, this is a podcast. This is something you have to specifically search and look up and subscribe to. It's not just like a post on social media and anyone scrolling through on their timeline can see it and leave a shitty comment. No, this is a kind of a safe space, kind of. It's public, a publicly safe space. I'm vulnerable, I'm open, but I do understand that not this isn't going to reach everybody in the same way that social media has the potential to. A lot of people don't even know what a podcast is, so I feel incredibly safe. I feel overwhelmingly safe, and I might just overshare, but that's just who I am. I overshare even on social media, so I mean, shit. Y'all are going to know a lot about me. So I'm just so happy that I really forced myself to do this it's taken me hours well hours to do this recording today but it's taken me weeks months even to even bring this into reality and I'm just so excited I can't fucking wait I expect every episode to drop Fridays yes I want episodes to drop every Friday this one is going to drop September 8th because it's the anniversary of my dad's passing away he passed away in 2014 And I really want to turn that month into something great. September 1st, 2017, I moved to Atlanta. And so it's like I always gear September around my, you know, just to try to make September into something great. Because for so long, the first few years, September was such a shitty time for me. I don't even remember the first couple Septembers after my dad died. So I really want to turn this into something. And I I can feel my dad being proud of me. That's another reason. We'll talk about him. I got so much to say about him. I just love him so much. So whatever. I can feel my dad being proud of me. And so I know this is the right thing to do. I know it's the right time. I've really sat on my laurels long enough. 
And but I do think it was divine timing. You know, I couldn't have done this a day ahead. I had to do it right when I was ready, not a second later, not a second before, but exactly when I was ready. And I respect that and I appreciate that about myself. Even if I get impatient waiting for myself to be ready. However that fucking works, it works. But that's me. And that's what I expect and that's what I hope to do and I I'm excited. I'm really really excited because I have longed for a platform cuz I just love expressing myself and even if I am just sitting in a park talking to the trees you know I'm getting it out there I'm putting something down I'm making a mark and that means something to me it does it does it's important that people know that there's someone on this planet that is experiencing the things that I go through and is having the thought patterns that I have because I do believe them to be different from a lot of things a lot of people a lot of structures we're taught it's just different I'm different, not in any type of weird, shysty way that 3D would have you thinking I mean. Like, I'm not better than anyone. I'm just different than you. It doesn't mean I'm better. I'm just different, and that's fine. And, yeah, so um, I'm not sure how I'm, I'm going to end these. But, basically, I really, really fucking love you guys. Um, I have to give a grandiose shout out to all the podcasters uh, that I just fucking love so much. I should have wrote it down. I'm going to go through this list. I'm going to run through it. And then I guess if I have to edit it in, I'm going to do it more. But I'm going to redo this credits. I'm definitely going to redo this credits, but I have to get it out. Um, Yeah, I'm just very, very excited, you guys. I seek to put an episode out every Friday, like I said. I want them to be at least an hour long. I intend to have guests every third Friday or every second Friday. I can't remember which one it was I wrote. Um, Yeah, and I think I'm going to do topics-based. I don't know if I wanted to do it kind of like a storyline-based, but I think I want to do topics-based to where you all will leave comments or suggestions on what topics you think I should touch on or maybe we can have discussions and stuff like that. So I'm really excited to see how this structure will grow together, how it will tumble and fall. And that's why I really resonate with the name Life As We Grow It because this podcast is going to change drastically over time, as will I, as will you, as have we all done. So I leave you with peace and blessings and joy and happiness and just I'm so excited And I just love you so much. If no one has said that to you in a long time, hey, 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 I really do love you. Like, I do. I do. I can't fucking help it. You may be a piece of shit. But, I mean, I love you. What can I say? I love loving. I'm going to give love away. That's just what it is. It's unconditional. You can come get some whenever you want it. Like, I love you guys. Um, cannot wait to release the second episode. Please let me know how I went, how I did. Let me know what you think gently because i'm gonna be very defensive but it's okay let me know what you think about this i'm so excited one love